right. Hello, podcast fans. It's Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from Down Under, co-caster and betrayer, Mr. Wade. Hi. What do you mean by betrayal? I mean, the Far Cry 4 co-op stuff that we do. In fairness, we betray each other quite often, but technically you are a betrayer of mine. Mm. So I just thought I'd throw that in there. Story checks out. Yeah, I'm, I mean, sure. The implication there is that you're the only one who ever betrays anybody in the co-ops. But uh, that was and surely not my intention by any means, <laughs> because that would not be accurate. And I'm nothing if not completely accurate at all times. At all times. We've been having fun with the Far Cry. Oh, absolutely. Yes. The co-op is a much different experience compared to the single player, for mm, sure. Yes. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just nice to have somebody to talk to and somebody to say, we should try this you know, being stealthy, and then I can respond, no, and then charge in guns blazing. Right, you know, every time you get to a new outpost, you have to just charge the truck in. Yes, exactly. It's always a fun new experience that never works. It worked once out of approximately (laughs) ten times. (laughs) But still... There's just, I don't know, it's the American in me charging in, like, just straight ahead, no regard for personal safety or the safety of the people I'm in charge Mm of or riding along with and uh, expecting it to work. That's just sheer American gumption right there. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Damn, if it worked in Vietnam and Korea, it'll work here. Exactly. Man, you know your American history so well. So well. So very well. I actually finished uh, the story of Far Cry 4 this morning. Oh, you did? Great. So now I've seen both endings from my original playthrough on the Xbox and now. Because I chose uh, like Sabal Amita. the first time and Amita this time. Oh, good. Mm. Are there appreciable... I mean, don't, I want, don't want it spoiled, but are there appreciable differences? Yes. Okay, good. All right. I'm glad because I really hate games where it's like, you have a choice, but then really they just snicker at you and say, hmm the flowers are a different color <laughs> no for some reason all the daisies are blue everything else is the same like oh there's great. really kind of a couple choices that you can make but you might miss the differences because mm. they're like bonus cutscenes after you've done the final mission where you go and try and take down pagan after yeah. that when you get back to free roaming there's depending on where you go and who you picked there's a cutscene that you get nice Sounds good. All right, looking forward to it. Just about done, actually. My single-player playthrough is... I was worried about getting it done on time, but now it seems like I'll be super early with it. So, uh, anyway, scheduling is hard. That's what the uh, free-roaming stuff's for. Yeah, totally. And that's how I played the previous Far Cry. Far Cry 3, the one that I really put all the time into, it was completionist. It was every outpost. It was every tower. It was every hunting quest. Mm. And then I got around to finishing the story. But I figured for the purposes of single-player, maybe you don't want to see me do... 20 different towers. Oh, I mean, there are ways to make it different. There are ways to make it fun. My patented whirly bird to the top level and then <laughs> jump out gracefully and just take it down in one blow. That's really fun. I mean, whether I succeed or not, right? That's a bit cheating, though, isn't it? It absolutely is cheating. Yep. I'm okay with it, though, because frankly, the towers are boring. They are. They're in every single Ubisoft game and they're just awful. I'm so tired yeah, of them. It's all about it's just sheer puzzle. It's like standing in front of a Sudoku and just being like, all right, and well, this number goes. Well, <laughs> puzzles can be fun. The, the, it's a puzzle. Yeah, but the towers aren't fun because you know the solution's just to go up every time. It's just like look for the way up. It is, but how you go up. Right, but the how you go up isn't irrelevant because you're still just going up. It's always climb something, grapple something, or look for the ladder. Or there's a ramp. True. Right? That's not really a puzzle. It's like, where's Waldo? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're always looking for very similar solutions mm. to each step of the puzzle. Yes. I think that's what makes it boring. Yeah, I think you're right. So anyway, if you want to watch me and Wade uh, blow each other up sometimes and take down outposts and things, then be a patron of the podcast or of the YouTube channel. I I post them on the patron page for the uh, YouTube channel and Wade posts them on the or on the patron page for the podcast. Mm-hmm. So they're pretty easy, easy to find that way. Right. I think we've skipped over something that's kind of important. Oh, snap. What you got? Where have we been for two weeks? Oh, that's true. Um, for those of you who have been waiting for with bated breath for the podcast and missed the last one, um, I, I will let you tell that story. Uh, so due to unforeseen technical issues two weeks ago, there was half an episode <laughs> that could have been used. Uh, basically, one of the recordings is not usable. So we skipped a week, but we were already planning on taking 
the following week after that, which was last week now, or depending on when you listened to this six months ago. <laughs> you don't notice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We decided to take a week off, you know, relax. You probably wanted to spend time with your wife or something. Exactly. So we have a good list of things to talk about today. Sometimes it's exceptionally random, the things we talk about <laughs> and jump from place to place. But we actually have some topics that I think are pretty interesting in, or interesting I'm interested in talking about. Mm -hmm. So looking forward to this one for sure. So welcome back from a two-week absence, Wade, and hopefully the viewers and, well, listeners. The listeners can forgive us. Hopefully. It's not a guarantee. So I think we should start out with StarCraft. I think if we have StarCraft things to talk about, it's a good thing to start and begin with. Sure. Talk yeah, all right, so let's do the Nation Wars. Nation Wars. Nation Wars. So Nation Wars rosters are final as voted upon by the people. Do you have a link? I mean, nationwars.tv. <laughs> I'll do it then. Yeah? yeah? I'll do it. Don't worry, it's fine. Uh-huh, yep. I'm actually <laughs> looking for the rosters on here. Not going particularly well. Quick fill for time. Uh, I mean, there's they've got the bracket up. I mean, that'll do. It's seedings. I guess. I mean, they tweeted the seeds. Now, Craig got seeded to round of 16. Sounds fair. Sounds entirely fair, yeah. And it just, that's all, it's just, oh, it's activity about Nation Wars 5. That's all that is. Uh, so, tweets by Nation Wars 5 on the left side here. Let's see if we can find a roster or something. I know, I did see a thing that was, here's the players that are going yeah. to be joining us. Um, oh, did you laugh when you saw M. Canning's? photoshop <laughs> what? all of his all of the m canning on things yes yes indeed that's m canning he uh, yeah i mean he's killing the social media thing oh you just go to nationwars.tv forward slash vote oh i just figured that would take me to uh, the voting page yes yeah, so did i oh there we go all right so up in the top of list the australia number of countries yes alphabetically um by best players uh-huh <laughs> by best players and alphabetically somehow entirely coincidentally uh, but it was funny because you could only vote for three players per country, or you could vote for a maximum of three players per country. And so the number of countries that had three players was like, it was big. Yeah. There were a lot of countries you're just like, one, two, three, moving on. But it's like Austria has three players, but Hate yeah. Me still got 4,905 votes. Yep. Right? And it's like he was guaranteed to play. But people still came and voted for him. Yeah. Which is good. It is good. It's good to get some love. So Australia, Probe, Igaz, Seether, and Hut. I don't know who Hut is. Do you know who Hut is? I've seen him play like twice. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Good job, Hut. Represent Australia. Well, no, he's not going. Only the people with the blue boxes are going. Oh, right. The top three. I just said that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. God, number four is obviously going to show up. No, sorry, no, Hut, you're Hutt out. Hut with 17,000, uh, 1,700 votes is not going. So I'm going to skip all the countries that have only three representatives or where the fourth one is entirely unknown. Is that fair? Uh, sure, if you want, yeah. All right, so we're just going to skip through here. How is Scarlet hmm. not going for Canada? That's what I was wondering. When I came to vote a couple weeks ago, I was like, wait, how? where the heck is Scarlet? She's by far the best player from Canada. I mean, that, what I've been questioning, probably the best player in North America right now. Mm, maybe. So... You don't, you don't think so? I think Neeb's still the best player in North America. Interesting. Controversy. Three WCS champions. I know, but does he have any wins as big as Scarlet's Pyongyang win? Um, no. No, he doesn't. Was Scarlet yeah. at any of those three championships? Because if he um, beat her in each of those, like, it's got to count for something. Yeah, it's true. It does count for something. Yeah, that's a good point. She was at those WCS events, too. But to make another NBA comparison which is everybody's favorite who listens to the podcast it's like if somebody a team wins the championship for the european basketball professional basketball league three times and then somebody else is winning the nba championship and it's like well i mean mm. it's just quality of competition okay and so maybe i don't know maybe if one of the teams played in both and got beat in the european championship but then it's confusing so there are arguments for both. I don't know if we're going to agree on it necessarily, but that's fine. That's totally fine. The main question is, why isn't Scarlet playing for Canada? I don't know. I mean, I assume maybe has she tweeted about it? I don't know. <laughs> Everybody's favorite part of the podcast is when we Google things. Yep. So nothing since February. She's retweeted some stuff on February 9th. Mm-hmm. But it's been about a month since she's tweeted anything. So this is weird. Well, let's call it. I mean, she played last year, right? I don't know. I don't either. Mm. All right. So moving on. Canada. Yes. Question marks there. Uh, for the rest of the list. I mean, not the rest of the list, but moving on. It's like, I just don't. Croatia, Denmark, Finland, mm -hmm. 
France, Clem actually, I mean, okay, that makes sense. I was going to say Clem beat out Stefano in votes, but Clem's the new hot up and coming kid. Mm -hmm. And Stefano's kind of the older, older guard at this point, hasn't really had much success in major events. And so I can see France wanting Clem to represent. Yeah. Stefano, I think, is on there for personality. I don't think he's played very well recently. No, he's not. Personally, I would have liked to see Petit Drogo go, because I think he's fun as well. Yeah, that's what the other thing I was going to bring up is Petit Drogo came in fourth behind DNS, which I am honestly shocked by. Yeah, me too. I don't know what the story is there, but I feel like it's probably a pretty good one. Hmm. At least France gets a trace, so that's nice. Yeah, that's true. That is useful. Uh, Germany, Showtime, Hero Marine, and TLO go. Uh, no surprise there, really. Lambo. Lambo stays home. I, I kind of feel... No, that's fair. That's fair. I was going to say, has Lambo performed hmm. well recently? And I just don't know that he has. And he's definitely not as popular as TLO regardless. So. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say Hungary, but I haven't heard of any of those players. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'm scrolling through. I'm already uh, past Peru at this point. So Poland's interesting. Elazer, Nurcio, and Mana all go. Sol stays behind. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, hasn't Sol had some pretty good success? In what? In what was the... At Katowice. Didn't he have a nice win against somebody and moved on? Like a pretty solid upset? Um, Not that I'm aware of. I, I, okay. I mean, I can't be aware of everything at all times. So Tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm omnipotent. I don't see anything on his liquid page that's like notable wins or anything. Yeah, it's not that he won Katowice and not that he even placed highly. But there was, there was a bracket where he beat some pretty notable Koreans. And I want to say there were some Reddit threads about it. And people were like, what? Right, but do you, do you think he's doing better than Mana? Yeah. You reckon? I mean... Maybe I just like Mana. Everybody likes Mana. Mana's been around forever, and he's a super great, chill dude. Yeah. But I can't think of the last time Mana finished, I don't know, in the top 8, top 16 of anything? Yeah, you're probably right. Hang on, I'm going to pull up the cat of, let's say, and search Soul real quick. Hmm, maybe I'm thinking of something else, because he did 2-0 Stefano, and he beat Stats 2-1. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. He beat Stats 2-1, and people were like, what? Um, so, yeah. That was pretty good. TY 2-0'd him in an earlier bracket, though. So, I mean, it's not like he was crushing people. Right. He just had a really great 2-1 win against Stats, which I think got people's attention for sure. Yeah. Well. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, Soul. Hmm. Where are we? So Korea is going to be Innovation, MMA, and Sue, which seems entirely fair. Yeah. I mean, out of everyone in Korea, but these are the yeah. only four people you could vote for. How do you, like, you should have, yeah. you need to have like multiple rounds of voting just to pick the four people you're going to vote for in Korea. I think Korea had like 12 people on the page, if I remember correctly, when you were actually voting for it. Right. Okay. I think they had a good list, and you just chose your top three from that list. And it was hard. Mm. I remember being like, well, all right, I guess I can choose three of these guys. But MMA's back for the military service, innovation, obviously, and then Sue. I just can't argue with any of those players. Mm. Well, I mean, it's good to see that South Korea's got who's going to take first place and second place. <laughs> Moving on. Mm. Sweden's interesting only that Winter didn't get voted in. Do you think he'd get there on popularity? He's basically uh, Sweden's Avalo, right? I mean, truthfully, I'm not particularly familiar with him. Yeah, he's a GM-level player. He's good. He's more about controversy than total skill. Okay. So he's Avalo. Sounds like Avalo. Yeah, Winter plays the Twitch asshole game very well. He's got people who love that about him, just like Avalo. I'd hate to be Swedish and not be represented by a Zerg. Yeah. <laughs> sort of Namshar, Zanster, Winter, brutal. Mm. Yeah, sort of though. Great. Namps are pretty good. Zanster, fun. So, Sweden. Uh, I'm excited to see Haz is going to be there from Taiwan. Ooh, yeah. That's going to be good. Yeah. I like Haz. Haz and Bly. <laughs> well, Bly's from Haz is inc Ukraine. Incredibly fun. Yes. Yeah. Damaga is going to show up. Another old school, like Wings of Liberty. He's going to be there Brood to crush innovation again. Brood War player. That's right. Go Damaga. Uh, United Kingdom, the Muslim, I don't know who Razorblader is. I don't know who Mr. T is. <laughs> yep. Uh, speaking of the Muslim, did you see that he mm -hmm. got an email from Blizzard saying that his battle tag name violates their naming policies and he has to change it? He can't be the Muslim anymore. I did see that. Mm. It's like, guys, it's been, I mean, eight years <laughs> at this point. How did your algorithm all of a sudden decide this was not cool? Well, is there anything in recent times that might make the word muslim 
bring up slight controversy ever since 9-11 sure <laughs> but i mean it's as controversial as it you know as it, it's as controversial now as it was in 2010 yeah I don't think there's anything different. So for them to be like all of a sudden, I hope it hopefully gets straightened out. I'm sure somebody at Blizzard has already been like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, especially when the Muslim has been so open about how he chose his name. Yeah. Which I think is hilarious. You can tell the story. I'm currently Googling to make sure I've got the right names. Smart. Yes. Yeah, so when he was younger, his father used to watch boxing with him, I believe is how the story goes. And mm-hmm. Muhammad Ali, before he was Muhammad Ali, was... Cassius Clay Jr. Yeah. And his father said he became a Muslim and changed his name to Muhammad Ali. And young Ben Baker thought that Muslim was a rank in boxing. (laughs) So he wanted to be the Muslim. (laughs) (laughs) So good. Yeah. Uh, That's great. So, yes, I hope Blizzard get that straightened out. Yeah. Sooner rather than later. All right. Now the country that everybody cares about. Vietnam. But you not wait. <laughs> the United States of America. Neeb obviously wins, but look how close Avalo is. Yeah, yeah. Avalo's three thousand votes off. Yeah, I mean, he's closer to Jon Snow though. He's only thirteen hundred off. That's true. Being eliminated, like I think there was a push right at the end to make sure that Avalo didn't go because those tried. Anyway. Yeah, they tried, but he's going. Yeah. So yep. Yeah. He's going. M. Canning's going, which I'm happy about. I'm fine with that. And then I'd rather see, I don't know, Jon Snow's a better player. Like, I'm just. He is. He absolutely is. <sighs> Whatever. Popularity contest is going to have things like this, no matter what it is. See also U.S. elections. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So, Vietnam, I mean. SOS fanboy. Yep. <laughs> Somebody's name is You Play, apparently. <laughs> you Play. I mean, close enough. Close enough to you play. It's missing one right. vowel. It's got to be intentional. There's no way that's an accident. You can borrow it from me or Michael. Because <laughs> you can get rid of one of the A's and it's still the same. <laughs> and then SOS Fanboy, which is a hilarious name for a professional StarCraft II player who's going to represent somebody <laughs> at Nation Wars. Yeah. <laughs> that's so good. Especially considering SOS isn't going to be there. <laughs> I, I think it would have been better if SOS was there and it was SOS versus <laughs> SOS Fanboy. Oh, man, that'd be amazing. So there's Nation Wars. Should be fun. I mean, the most fun about Nation Wars is when people start taking down Korea, because that's really what it's all about. It's like, yeah. can someone knock Korea down a peg? Which, who knows? And if they, if they can, everybody's so super excited. And if they can't, nobody cares. That's how it works. Sorry, guys. What do you do? All right. So that's Nation Wars. Um, also in StarCraft news, we have the StarCraft 20-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Hooray! Woo! pop streamers i've told this story many times before on my channel but my experience with starcraft was i was really into warcraft 2 such a fun game the art was amazing it was my first rts i loved it so very very much and then starcraft was announced and me and my buddies were very excited about this because it's the next greatest thing from blizzard and the day it was released we went to target we bought a single copy we took it home we burned six copies of it and we played (laughs) starcraft for the next forever uh-huh. And I feel okay telling the story because I've bought StarCraft about four times since in different iterations. Right. Blizzard has gotten my money for this game. Oh, Don't worry about absolutely. It. <laughs> yeah. In case you were worried about it. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. And I just and I actually just dropped Warcraft 2 entirely at that point. <laughs> StarCraft became my jam immediately. So just really great memories there. Ah, mm. uh, good time for sure. So it's, it's good to see Blizzard honor the 20 year anniversary of the greatest RTS ever made. It's up there for sure. Mm hmm. And so there was the hashtag SC20 where lots of people shared their um, favorite moments from the 20 years of StarCraft. Yes. Did you put out a tweet? I don't remember. I did not. Nope. (sighs) I should have done. You should have done. It's not too late. It's not too late. We all do one today. Maybe I'll compose one while we're doing the podcast. That seems fine. Amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Multitasking. Go. Mm. And so one of the ways they celebrated was by teaming up with Twitch to do loot drops for watching StarCraft 2 streams. Yeah, which is pretty neat. Yeah, so if you just stuck around and watched someone play StarCraft 2 for long enough, you could get things like the Bob Toss emote, (laughs) (laughs) which is a zealot with fluffy hair painting some trees. Yep. Yeah, because Twitch. Because Twitch. Because Twitch. Yeah. That explains all the things, yes. How do you feel about those like overlay panels for your um 
interface in StarCraft because they were doing one of those as well. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. I don't think any of them look particularly good. Like, I couldn't pick one if I tried. No. Yeah, none of them caught my eye and said, by golly, I want that one for sure. But when I'm playing, I don't really notice what the overlay looks like. Oh, right, yeah. It's it's the information that catches my eye that I focus on, and I don't really worry about anything else. So, yeah, maybe for a replay casting, it'd be kind of fun. But Maybe. But don't you just do, like, HUD off or whatever for replay? I think, like, occasionally you'll have, like, a scoreboard or whatever. Like, you don't have yeah, the full console. Yeah, the mini-map. Yeah. But you don't have exactly. It's yeah. It's the Serpent Ob's replay observer interface, and so it's definitely uh, missing a lot of the things the regular one does. But you can choose to just use the regular StarCraft interface when you're doing a replay. Okay. I'm wondering if that overlay, the special overlay, would carry on over there. That's actually something I should probably check out. Mm. So yeah, go watch some StarCraft. Get some cool stuff. And there's a new challenge mode that's going down. There's like six streamers or something I think taking part where they'll be racing to get all the campaign achievements. And there's a $25,000 prize pool. That's pretty cool. I didn't hear about that. So you just start a brand new game of Wings of Liberty and then play through the whole thing getting all the achievements? Wings of Liberty, Heart of the Swarm, and Legacy. Yeah. So who's doing it? In Control, Nathanius, Miss Spite, Cats, Winter Gaming, Destiny, Upper Tree Zelda, and Nanura. It's a good list. Some good good Twitch personalities. Yeah. Mm. Excellent. Well, good. I mean, one of my... Favorite times playing StarCraft was when I went back and tried to get all the achievements for all the campaigns. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I? I know I did it for Wings of Liberty and Heart of the Swarm. Did I finish for... I'd have to pull up my StarCraft and see, but... There's a bonus prize being awarded to the first player who gets the Lost Vikings gold achievement. Because apparently that, Ooh, that's yeah. so hard. Uh, it's... It's... Hmm... So it's difficult if you're trying to come at it from a I'm play RTS and nothing else perspective. <laughs> right. But if you're playing stuff like I want to be the guy and Super Meat Boy and very like Twitch reactionary games, you're going to be fine. Okay. Because it is. It's a different game. Mm, it's basically yeah. like, here, solve this Rubik's Cube, StarCraft player. It's like, I don't know how to do this. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So I think that's what it is. I think people are saying it's hard because they're used to RTSing. If you have any experience with that type of game, you're going to be fine, I think. Yep. And part of it, too, is it's like the least gotten, the least achieved achievement. And again, I think that's just because people don't care about it. Yeah, no. Or people are entirely unaware of it. Yeah, I think most people, like, I don't think there's a big achievement hunting community in StarCraft. I don't think people care about the achievements in general. Yep. So anyway, it's a good time. It's going to be a good, good time for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all the StarCraft. Any other StarCraft possibly? Mm, I don't think that's... I, I think that's all the StarCraft, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. So uh, we had talked previously about you possibly going to see Black Panther since I saw it last week and I figured we could have a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. I did go and see it yesterday. You did? I did. Okay. But then it turned out you might not be able to because of the losing your wallet thing, which we'll get to... Maybe I'll do that now. Uh, so I lost my wallet and I don't have ID or money. Um, but yeah, okay. That's pretty much it. So, okay. <laughs> that's the short story. Uh, you can tune out it now is. if you don't want to hear the long story. But basically, at like uh, 5 o'clock in the morning, I was hungry and I wanted hot food. So I walked over to the shops. It's not far. It's like <laughs> a five-minute walk across <laughs> the train mm-hmm. station. And then <laughs> I bought some pies and was walking back. And I stopped to pet a cat. And then I'm pretty sure that because i had my wallet after i paid for my food yeah and, obviously and I, I wasn't mugged at the train station uh and i don't listen to music when i walk so i would have heard it if it fell out of my pocket so i can really assume yeah. when i stopped to pet the cat while i was low to the ground the wallet didn't gain any velocity or momentum when it was leaving my pocket and hitting the ground so it didn't make a sound that's the mm-hmm. only thing i can think of because i have turned my bedroom and my office upside down and i cannot find it so that cat has clearly so, stolen my wallet. So one, I have an alternate potential explanation. Yeah, that's the thing. The cat the cat mugged you. Yep. And number two, have you noticed any fraudulent charges? None. None. Okay, that's the weird thing. Because you'd think if it just ended up on the ground and somebody found it with the intent of not returning it to you, we would know because they'd be using your cards to buy things. You would, you would think that, yes. You would think so. But they couldn't do that now anyway because I reported my card lost. So they're just like, all right, well, we're yeah. just going to cancel the card. Yes. But I did, like, wait a day to see if I could find it. Well, actually, mm-hmm. I didn't realize I had lost my phone uh, until, I don't know, like, 7 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, not my phone, my wallet. Because I got a call from yeah. Optus, who my 
from providers and because i online went through the setups to start pre-ordering the samsung s9 and yep. they were like hey we need to give you a call so i was like all right i called them and then we're going through and they're like all right well we have a new internal system and we need to run a credit card check or whatever or like a background check or something and but we don't have any of your personal details anymore because that stuff doesn't transfer from the old system to the new system so can you just give us your license number and i was like okay whatever sure sure whatever then i couldn't find my wallet <laughs> so you're on the phone being like uh, <laughs> i'm like i'm sorry i can't find my wallet and he's like well we need that information i'm like well i can't find my wallet and he's like well we need that information <laughs> so i hung up on him so <laughs> And then I turned my phone off. Wow. Okay. And I've been dodging their calls for like three days now. That is not great. Not a great place to be, Wade. No, it's I'm not going to show about it. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, uh, I've got it sorted. Like I've already ordered a new card, like a new license and stuff. And with the email like receipt that I got online, it says my license number on it. So if they call, I can be like, all right, here's the license number. Yeah. So I'm just kind of waiting for them to call one more time and then I'll actually pick it up. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah. So hope it works out. Me too. Again, the fact that there aren't fraudulent charges being attempted at all or ever is interesting mm. i actually lost my wallet too last week oh my god we must have some kind of a weird connection going on that is weird it is weird uh my wallet turned out to just be in the wrong pocket in my gym bag kind of towards the bottom of a bunch of stuff <laughs> fair enough so but th same thing right i couldn't find it but there weren't any fraudulent charges on my account and i was just like what how where is it and same thing turned my bedroom upside down hunted through my car forever checked the gym bag but not well enough apparently and then came back to it. Hmm. So, Well, I'm glad you got your wallet back. Me too. I hope yours is equally in a stupid place that <laughs> you'll find eventually. I, I'm, I'm half <laughs> expecting that I'm going to like uh, trip over, fall on the ground, and it's going to be laying under one of the couches or something that I just mi missed. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And you're just going to happen to glance under there because you're face planted on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah. That's, That's going to be a good story for the next podcast. Thanks. <laughs> to, to be fair i'm not super worried about losing my wallet i mean it's a hassle like i don't have my id so i can't take me yeah. i can't legally go out on my bike mm -hmm. uh, not having my card sucks because i can't withdraw money stuff like that i mean i can still order food i can still do my groceries i just pay through paypal and that charges to my account not my card right it hasn't really you been an issue card. yeah and i only had mm -hmm. four cards in that wallet anyway <laughs> Right? So you're one of those people that had 18 cards and no. 14 loyalty cards no. and a driver's license. Yeah, no, I had four cards. I had debit card, driver's license, stuff discount, and then my public transport card. Okay, not bad. So that, was, that was entirely it. And the thing I'm most upset about losing is the public transport card. Because those, yeah, those are cause... prepaid cards. So there was like $40 still on oh. it. Oh, man. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. The cat was really cute, though. I wanted to get a photo, but I didn't have my phone on me. <laughs> so it's totally worth it. Totes worth it. All right. So, but then you managed to see the Black Panther anyway. Yes, I did. My lovely brother was kind enough to take me out and go and see the movie. Family. What is family for? This kind of thing. That's what. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So I saw it a couple weeks ago and I have some thoughts. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? I guess. Tell me your thoughts. My thoughts. It was good. It was good. It was a, an above average Marvel movie. It's definitely a Marvel movie. It followed the same pattern as all the other origin stories. Mm -hmm. Although, interestingly enough, it, it's not really an origin story. Like He's been the Black Panther for a long time already before the movie picks up. Well, he's been the Black Panther kind of for a week. Like it, no. no. Okay. He's clearly been the Black Panther. Right, for a while, yeah. because his father, who, who's old, I don't know, wait, he probably wasn't yeah. a Black Panther, but it's not actually specified how long he's been doing it. Right, but based on the appearance and the age of his dad, it's got to be at least five or ten years. Well, he, right? He's like 25, maybe 30, right? Yeah. How long has he been doing it? That's the thing. It's really not specified how long he's been doing it. Okay, but my point is, it's been long enough that this isn't an origin story. Right, but it's been, okay. in terms of... Like the chronology of the Marvel Universe, it's been a week since his father died in the events correct. of Civil War, I think it is. Yes, that is correct. Right. So what they do, because it's not an origin story, is they take away his powers, have him get defeated, knock him back down to regular status, and then have him regain his powers. It's like a do-over. Right. So it is how he becomes the Black Panther the second time, mm -hmm. you know, which I thought that was an interesting way of doing it. Uh, the other main thing, the other main thought that I had was Marvel, as good as their movies are, they kind of have this addiction to saying in your origin film, you're going to battle 
a copy of yourself. Yes. In Ant-Man, it's another Ant-Man. In Iron Man, it's another Iron Man, right? In Captain America, it's the Red Skull, who's only special because he also got the serum that you did, Captain. Exactly. Yeah, so that's what it is. And it's just kind of like, I wish they could be a little bit more creative. It was good how they did it. I did enjoy... Uh, the villain's character, I did appreciate where he was coming from um, in the sense that like my people have been oppressed and then he's like, and we're going to kill all them and their kids. And it's like, all right, so you're going to start essentially a world war and a genocide. Hmm. Maybe we're not going to go that far. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I mean, there is that giant glaring plot hole in the middle issue of the movie where he turns up and he with like dead claw and then they bring him before the king of Wakanda and the king doesn't immediately go why did you rescue Claw that was clearly you <laughs> we wanted to right. bring him back here for trial and you just kind of took him and then you showed up with him dead yes the, the, then the revolt doesn't happen if he told the guy who Claw had killed his father or whatever the guy with the rhinos and was like look we had him in custody and then some guys exploded a wall and stole him through a van. We're sorry we couldn't get it. We'll bring him in next time. Yeah. And then this guy shows up and he's like, it's this guy. Yes. Yeah. And he goes, that's the guy that took him from us. And he's like, oh. Oh, well, that changes everything. That would literally change everything. It would. I mean, that's one of my problems with a lot of fiction is that if people had good explaining skills, mm. a lot of plots would be much shorter. Yeah. And it's just a crutch. It's the writer saying, we know, but let's just make our our character is stupid for a little bit. Yeah. And for some reason, entirely adverse to just explaining things and talking it out like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing I'm worried about is Killmonger, who's the villain. He, yeah. he stole another suit of like the Black Panther's vibranium suit. Why, yes. why was this one orange all of a sudden? Because they've really been kind of digging on that black and purple thing for the Black Panther. Where did they just have an orange suit lying around? Well, wasn't it one of those that he could choose from in the early parts of the film when his sister's like, here are your choices? Yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly it's supposed to be one of those. But it wasn't, was it more? I thought it was more of a yellow. Was it orange? It was orange. <laughs> it was very orange. No longer suit. I mean, sort of. Uh, the necklace is more orangey. The, the necklace is gold, right? Yeah, and then glows the patterning orange. is more like... Okay, so in the final fight, when they're down in the mines, it's more of an orangey glow. It's entirely orange. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pulled up the Killmonger trailer. Man, they spoil everything in trailers, don't they? Oh my god, I had avoided, like, somehow accidentally avoided all the trailers for this movie. And then they played a trailer before the movie. No, they did not. They did. They played a short scene... Uh, where they're in Busan, South Korea, and he's, like, jumping on the cars. And it's, like, yeah. he's doing flips on the cars and stuff, and they're, like, Lexus. And I'm, like, you, what? Wow, that's dumb. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. Hmm. Okay, so I'm looking at this trailer, and yes, he's very blue, and yes, Killmonger is very orange. Anyway, color's hard, apparently. Uh, but point is it's not orange the whole time when he first does the suit it's not like oh this is obviously incredibly orange so i think it was just one of those that the sister offered to him that has the ability to turn orange under certain circumstances but it wasn't immediately obvious the first time we saw but it i don't think that they would have just had an orange suit lying around at any point like these people are very intense with the whole vibranium's a purplish kind of metal and he drinks, like, a purple plant, and he ha puts on a purple suit, and they worship a panther, which is a dark color, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Why did they choose orange at all? Yeah, because oh, okay. the panther's kind of stealthy and stalks their prey. Why do they have one that kind of has vaguely leopard print on his forehead? I mean, because obviously our climax is going to involve our hero fighting somebody else also wearing a suit. And if they're both wearing purple suits, it gets really confusing. Uh, don't get me wrong. I understand why it needed to be done. I just don't, <laughs> I just don't understand how they expect us to make sense. They don't. They expect us to not think about it. Yeah. Anyway, I did enjoy the characters. There's a, actually a pretty funny thing that I saw. So the, the dude who betrays the Black Panther and he's the rhino guy. Mm-hmm. He also plays the main character in the movie Get Out. Okay. And then there's also another thing that he's in. But basically, he has this pattern of three movies in a row now where he plays a character who decides to trust the absolutely wrong person. And <laughs> so it's like getting typecast as putting all the eggs in the wrong basket. Okay. And it's just, it's very, very interesting the way that's working out. 
Um, I also really, I did enjoy the Q, the Q character, his sister, uh, right? Uh, Shiri, I think her name is. Is it Shiri? I thought it was, I keep thinking it's Siri, but I'm like, they wouldn't name her Siri. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. <laughs> okay, good. Shiri, got it. Yeah. She's a fun character just because I feel like she absolutely really loves what she does. Like there's enthusiasm there. At the same time, it is hard for me to be like, yes, this 17 year old is a freaking genius. Mm. I do struggle with that. Yeah, I, I, I think the whole Wakandan technological golden age is just a little too far beyond believable. Mm, it's, okay. It's like the level of technology that they have is ridiculous. At one point, the dude's holding a spear and he's like, this can fire a photon beam or whatever that can destroy a tank. And then she comes out and she's wearing two gauntlets that shoot like tiny things Ener- energy pulses yeah right and it's like pew pew and it's like why do you need to have these as fist gauntlets just why well because the people that make the technology and implement it aren't always making the right decisions <laughs> <laughs> and how to implement it that's not necessarily their strong suit i also have some thoughts about the way scientific advances and the stripping of religion and tradition kind of goes hand in hand so mm. <laughs> just seeing technological marvel and you know that being married so tightly with strict tradition i think it's a little strange like i think okay i think as technology increases the likelihood of people being so strictly cultured drops so you're saying tradition kind of falls apart the more technology people have why i'm like i'm looking at a photo of her fist gauntlets why do they have to be in the shape of a panther and it's like right well, it's because they worship a panther but style right style yeah it's available it just seems so strange that whenever you've ever seen a technological advancement like or a boom in other societies they're not tied to the religion that they're usually of that place but here it still is and that's strange to me to see it's true the other thing is most countries that do develop technologically get rid of their monarchy mm, true. or if the king or queen still exists they're a figurehead yeah so that's the other that's the other side of it is why does Wakanda still have this monarchy system when te- technology is there? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, the answer is it's comics, it's wish fulfillment, it's fantasy. It's been around for a long time. Mm. Yeah, but it was fun. Good pacing, good uh, fight scenes for sure. Good choreography, some of the best I've seen. Yeah. I uh, I remember thinking while I was watching that club fight where the claw is offering his SoundCloud link. Like that, you remember that club that they were in? Yeah. <laughs> the, the music there yeah. did not pace well with the choreography. Choreography. Hmm. I felt it was just off that. a little. It was just something that kind of took me out of it for like a split second. I was like, oh, it's because he mentioned his own music, so I was thinking about the music. Gotcha. They drew your attention to it and then did something kind of weird with it. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I guess the whole point was to get us excited for seeing more Black Panther and for more Wakanda in Infinity War. So mm. well, I guess mission accomplished on that one. So I just I expect them to have further Black Panther movies where they do look further into the politics of Wakanda. But for Infinity War, absolutely not. We're not going to see that council again. We're not going to talk about how we should open ourselves up and politics and infighting and stuff. It's just not going to be a thing. Well, having actually seen the trailer for Infinity War, there might be something uh-huh. there, I think. Oh, okay. Would you like spoilers? <laughs> no. <laughs> How dare you even ask such a question? It's coming up. Iron Man's in it. It's coming soon. Oh, it's all spoiled now. <laughs> <sighs> it kind of annoys Rimper. me that the movie's going to be in two pieces. It's not. I thought they backtracked on that. Uh, did they? I didn't hear about that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I just read an article where they were like, they were going to make two movies. But then they decided that's dumb, and so it's just going to be one super long film. Yeah, it's just Infinity War. It's not called Part 1 or anything. Uh, I, I see an article here that says Marvel's very complex Infinity War saga is being renamed. So say goodbye to Part 1 and Part 2. But they don't say what it's being renamed or if it's actually, like, if it's just being renamed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's not going to be a cliffhanger at the end of this one. Fair enough. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I don't know how they're going to pull this off. You've got... I completely forgot Guardians of the Galaxies in this. Oh, yeah. Like, that's how overwhelmingly comprehensive this is going to be. I mean, 
20 plus main characters and then how many side characters on top of it i mean can we name all the characters that are supposed to be and we'll include guardians as one <laughs> for all the guardians and maybe some guardians villains maybe maybe okay so that's one mm. then we've got the standard avengers we've got thor hawkeye black widow iron man mm-hmm. um hulk scarlet witch yeah, I mean, sure. Scarlet Witch, Falcon, <laughs> Spider-Man, yeah. Ant-Man. Uh, the Wasp will be there too, probably. Yep. Vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Red Strange. 11. Oh my gosh, I forgot Doctor Strange! <laughs> Twelve. The Black Panther. <laughs> yep. Thirteen. I didn't even say Captain America. Fourteen. <laughs> Captain America, yeah. Uh, um... I'm cheating. We're, I'm looking at the list. <laughs> of course you are. Did we miss anything? Uh, I don't... I think that might be it for main main characters. Yeah. Do you think anyone like Jessica Jones will show up? No. That's unfortunate. She's cool. Jessica Jones, Daredevil, Luke Cage. Captain Marvel's that supposed be- to show up. I remember that. No. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Her movie's not out for like another two years. Or maybe next year. One of the two. I guess next year would make sense wow so there's that but then there's like war machine mm, yep if we want to count him he's technically an avenger he should be there it would be great if deadpool showed up but i really doubt it <laughs> yeah totally winter soldier we want to count him he's yes, gonna be there he'll be there wow so what are That's we like, like 15 or 16 yeah loki um i mean he'll probably be there he was in full three so maybe i mean is this one of those things where loki's kind of fighting for the good guys but you don't really trust him. Yeah, probably. Not what we're expecting. Yeah. Yes, that's pretty much it, yeah. So he's fun. I guess if we count all of the Guardians as one, it's 20 plus. Yeah. If we count each of them individually. So yeah, it's going to be good. Going to be good. Or it's going to be like just too much and too hard to do and going to suck one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'll be one or the other. It'll either be great it or it'll be awful. It's very binary. Nowhere in between. <laughs> good 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 all right uh last thing we're gonna talk about oscars a little bit but Mm, sure i mean have have you watched any of the best picture nominated oscars yeah okay hold on have i watched any of like the movies that have been nominated or have i watched stuff about the nominations the movies uh i don't know what's been nominated so i can't answer okay so the nominations were get out the post um shape of water ladybird um and then there's one more that i'm missing i'm gonna pull up the website because that's everyone's favorite thing darkest hour call me by your name dunkirk three billboards and the phantom thread have you seen any of those i think i've seen dunkirk well i know i mean i know i've seen dunkirk but okay um, the other names i don't even recognize well there you go so I have seen Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, and The Post. The Shape of Water actually won. I did not see that one. I've played the game called Darkest Hour. Oh, oh. wait, no, I'm thinking of Darkest Dungeon. Never mind. <laughs> close. <laughs> so close. So dang close. Anyway, Shape of Water won. The general consensus seems to be that Shape of Water is the film in which a lady has sex with a fish. I don't uh, know anything <laughs> else about it. What? <laughs> Uh, so is it like a reverse, like, mermaid kind of thing? Uh-huh. Again, that's literally all I know about this film. And I've listened to several podcasts about the Oscars, and anytime anybody brings up Shape of Water, they just say, that's the movie where there's sex with a fish. Uh-huh. And they say, it won. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Shape of water, fish. (laughs) (laughs) The fish looks like the guy from um, Hellboy, who's like the fish dude in that. Oh, yeah, with the goggles? Yeah. Yeah, and the gills on the side of his head? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. One of the search results is wondering what the fish stick from Shape of Water looks like. We got you. (laughs) <laughs> uh, hey, yep that's a thing thanks internet 
You're the best. Anyway, I mean, in general, the Oscars has just been mostly about what's the most pretentious film we can yeah. vote for. Yeah, that's kind of why I haven't been paying attention ever. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, Get Out is just a fun one. It's just a thriller. Mm. There's nothing really pretentious about it. So the fact that it even made it to that nomination level. Do you think um, any of the Marvel movies would ever get up there? Like, because they're very often very popular movies, right? Yeah, and usually the movies that gross a billion dollars don't make it on this list. For whatever reason. Right. So the answer is no. <laughs> it would be... I would be pretty shocked, honestly. I mean, how how is the nomination like? How does it go from nominated to winner? Like, what's the voting process? Is it public? Or nobody is it... knows. There's a secret cabal of voters, oh. and nobody can see the voting breakdown. Who voted for what? What percentages it was? They just announce winners. Well, that's entirely it's stupid. Dumb. I know. It's really bad. Does anyone pay attention it, to that? It's awful. Awful lesson. Yep. It's a great question. The answer is because they get all of the Hollywood celebrities to attend this thing. And so people think it's important by default. Get Out has, what is it on Rotten Tomatoes? 99 and 87 by the audience score. So that's still good. Just saying you should probably see it. Okay. Is it out on streaming? Uh, HBO has it streaming. So I would be surprised if it was anywhere else right now. But Australia's got different rules. Yep, so never it's mind. It's out. <laughs> It is good. Mm-hmm. I can buy it for ten dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh, but it's not just available on like a streaming service. Well, I haven't checked Netflix yet, but I should probably do that. Yeah, because your Netflix has stuff I do not have. Yes, and your Netflix has stuff I'll probably never get. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't appear to be on Netflix. So if I want to watch it, I'll have to pay mm. for it, which I'm fine with. If it's a good movie, like I don't mind having it available forever. It is a good movie. Fair enough. Done. That's your homework. Haha. <laughs> that's fine. Well, good. So I think that's about it for our list of things to talk about. See how directed we were this time? Uh, you missed one. Oh, no. Where'd the list go? Oh, I did. Crap. NBA <laughs> minute time. NBA minute. Woo. 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 All right. So NBA minute. You want to start the timer? Three, two, one, go. All right, my Utah Jazz have won 18 of their last 20 games and are still out of the playoffs somehow, everybody. It's a big mystery to everyone. Actually, it's not a mystery. It just means that the West teams are playing extremely well and the Jazz playing well is not weird. But they are top 10 in the power rankings according to NBA.com, which is nice. It's just weird to see a team that's out of the playoffs currently being that high, but they've just been killing people. Ever since Gobert got back, they've been amazing. Obviously, they're not going to challenge Golden State or the Rockets, but I feel like they could hang with anybody else in the West playoffs and even anybody in the East with the exception of probably the Raptors and the Cavs. I'd like to see the matchup against the Celtics. But anyway, playoffs are coming. We're coming up down the stretch. It'd be great to see my Jazz in the playoffs, especially since they lost their star player in the offseason to free agency. And for them to actually make it back to the playoffs, even after that happening, would be incredible and make me a very, very excited Jazz fan. Done. This many seconds? Really? Stop. Wow, this is bad. That was like 10 seconds. Yeah, pretty close. Like yeah. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said what I wanted to say. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. That's better than me desperately trying to throw stuff in when you just want me to stop. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> so, did you say that they called the Utah Jazz? They are! <laughs> okay. So the story is... Do you have the Utah rock and the Utah, like, hip-hop? Nope. Okay, well, that's inconsistent and silly. It is. So the reason it's the Jazz is because the team originally was founded in New Orleans. Oh, okay. So they were the New Orleans Jazz. And then they moved to Utah and kept the name because I don't understand why. I don't know who was in that meeting, but it was not a good decision. (laughs) (laughs) If you had to name a sports team in Utah, what would you name it? Um... It's funny you said rock because like rocks might actually kind of make sense. Southern Utah is really known for its beautiful rock formations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very popular with photographers and tourists and stuff. Do they play like jazz music is the intro when the players are like running on the field or the court or whatever? They, they do not. This is depressing. It is. And honestly, I don't think about it more than a couple times a year. It's just the jazz is the basketball team. Oh, basketball. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know what sport we were talking about. <laughs> NBA minute. What do you think NBA is? What is going on? Uh, Nash- I've been doing this for weeks. National Boring Association. 
<laughs> They're in charge How of Elon dairy. Musk. How, oh, that boring. Well, that's fine, then, I suppose. It's really stupid. If you sit back and think about it, it's like, why is, why is this team that I have no control over make it make me happy when they're doing well but anyway i mean that's entirely why i don't like not entirely why that's one of the reasons why i don't watch bull sports you have to go for a team and i don't like any of the teams like i have no relation to any of them so it doesn't matter right exactly mm. anyway are we anyway are we that, done we uh, finito i would say we are done we are finito finito so that's going to be it from us this has been falcon paladin and wade with another edition of the falcon paladin hour Again, thanks to everybody who supports us on the Patreon, either for the YouTube channel or for the podcast itself. And again, enjoy those co-ops. If you can think of any great ways for me to betray Wade next time around, hit me up at falconpaladin at gmail.com and I'll be sure to get it in there. And until next time, as always, thanks for listening. We'll see if Wade has one more side to go. He's out of size. No crap. And you take care of yourself. (laughs) 